Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What is going on everybody? My name is Karadala. Welcome to the week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about all things to do with film. As always I am joined by my partner in crime Mr. Shaw Amin. Shaw, how is it going? Tired Connor? Because <laughs> let me tell you right, right now. Okay. Certain event happened <laughs> last yeah. night. Some sort of awards event. Some sort of awards event for people with so much money. Yes. Do you know how much the gift bags were worth? No. $225,000. That's more than I make a day. <laughs> Technically the truth, yes. Yes. But no, I stayed up. Not a week though. <laughs> no. I stood up until five watching the Oscars to give up to the minute commentary for this podcast. And then you turned up here yes. with your eyes wide and just unblinking. Uh, just, just, they're, they're more red than eyes at the minute. I'm kind of scared at the minute, but also I want to see how long it goes until you crash. And yeah. I'm very interested in the human psychology of when that crash I think, happens. Yeah, it's definitely going to be midway through one of the stories. <laughs> but also we have other stuff to talk about, not just Oscars. No, we, I'll be halfway through Doctor Strange news and you'll be like, fuck off, I oh, hate Doctor Strange. Actually, I'm quite into that news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <'cause>, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I think there's only really one place to start, shot. The beginning or the, the end? I would say the beginning of the Oscars because you are now our Oscars ex- expert. I'm the correspondent. You're, you're the expert cor- correspondent that we go to to ask all things to do with the Oscars because you're one of the sad people who stayed up and watched it all. I Why had would you great do that? fun. I, well, I, I, a bunch of friends. There's an Oscar. You thing. had like an Oscar party. Yeah, Oscar party. Weird for uh, Ireland as well because that's on until five in the morning. I man. know it really is. Just, <laughs> I got there at like eight p.m. Oh, that's too late. <laughs> no, man, there's cans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I won an I won an award. Did you? Yeah. What award did you win? Oh, what was it? It was best director, <laughs> best best boy. It it was be, be, best at uh, it was like best at wood carving while hosting a podcast and supping a pint of Smithwick's. That seems like a very specific. Were you the only nominee? Someone accepted on my behalf. 
<laughs> you said in a video acceptance speech. <laughs> I got Margot Robbie to read it out. Fair play to you. So Oscars 2020, it happened, Sean. There were winners, there were losers, there was the Joker. Yeah. Where would you like to begin? Um, I suppose, like there, there were there was a lot of stuff snubbed at the Oscars this year. A lot mm. of films that a lot of people felt should have been in it. We've talked weren't. a lot about Greta Gerwig yeah. and Little Women. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, did you see Natalie Portman's cape? Oh, she had all the names of all the w- female directors? Yeah, who it? weren't nominated, yeah. sewn into it. Yeah. Which is fucking amazing. Natalie Portman will do that, man. <laughs> yeah, Natalie Portman doesn't care. Unreal. <laughs> um, I suppose... The one I wanted your opinion on was the best actor. Mm. Which was Mr. Joaquin Phoenix yeah. for Joker. Okay. Do, now, you don't like Joker, but you have said... You like Joaquin Phoenix? I it? said he was my pick to win it, not because I liked it. I just thought that it was. I think. I think, not to say, it, but I think it was obvious that he was going to win it. Like that is what they love that, yeah. at the Oscars. And he he's an actor. He's actor. a sad white man, <laughs> and he's being real edgy. Did you, uh, did you see his acceptance speech? Uh, yes, I have seen the acceptance speech, yeah. and he comes across a bit better. Yeah, and like, at, uh, like he's he's really human at the end of it. Yeah, it's like what this means to my family. Like you know, yeah. I think I, I, I think, like him. I think I think yeah. It's it's weird. Like you associate him with Todd Phillips, who we don't like. We don't like Todd Phillips and, here. But, but I think Jackie Phoenix. Although he might be eccentric and he might be a lot, I think he's just a nice person. That's he's the just, thing. He's like a really deep thinker. Yeah, he's like a chaotic Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what he is. Um, and obviously he's one of the best actors working. Like, yeah, not even just for Joker, but anything he's done. is all like He only does stuff he knows will be good. He I really think. should have won one for Walk the Line. Yeah, Walk the Line was amazing. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon won one for that, I think. Did I I, yeah, I think he didn't though. Ooh. Or else she got nominated. I'm pretty sure. Who I'd be she interested would. to see what it was up against in that case. Yeah, was that 2007? I think it's 2007. Yeah, I always remember seeing the ad for it. Yeah, so um, we should probably start with. Do you want to start with best actor, best best director, best picture? Where would you like to oh, go? Oh God! Here? Do you do you have a list already curated? I that already scrolling ha- through would be easy. Yes, do it that way. <laughs> Seems smart. <laughs> okay, so my first one is Best Picture. Best Picture. Yes, Best Picture. Very happy. The Very nominees, happy. Ford vs. Ferrari, The mm. Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. With the winner being Parasite. Fucking delighted. It was... I, from everything I've heard, it's amazing. I have not seen it myself. You would love Parasite. It's exactly your kind of film. Is it? Yeah. Why? To just be Korean. <laughs> <laughs> It's in Korean. It's all, all right. in Korean. No, I don't go see foreign films because I don't want to read. That's oh yeah, fair. I, I, you know I can't I'll, read, and now I, you've brought it up. I'll dub it for I'm, you. I'll I'm, dub it for you. <laughs> you just shout at me in the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> we read out a whole cinema. <laughs> it's me just squinting at the screen, and you go, "She says hello." <laughs> no, I love Parasite. Is like the second I watched it, I wanted it to win. Really? Yeah, it's so good because it's a guy who directed Snowpiercer, and well. you love Snowpiercer, yeah. It's my, somewhere is up there in my favourite movies. Okay, and so, what makes it so good? It's tense, like, but properly tense. It doesn't follow, you know the way Western stories, they have... Linear story pattern. Yeah, and an arc, and it, it's very predictable a lot of the time. It's just, maybe it's uh, just the way films are made in South Korea, but the pacing of it is way different. So the build of tension lasts for ages so and ages act, and ages. So act two is like... 
enormously long. Really? It is. It's. It, it's. It is longer than I thought it would be. Right. But it doesn't. It doesn't ever drag. I was never bored watching it. No, but I mean, in terms of like normal pattern, would be Act One, Act Two. Act two tension is rising, and then Act three it all blows off. Yeah, but, like if if the tension is there for what, maybe an hour and a half. Yeah, like it starts off, lets you introduce these characters, then Act two starts, and it's just tension. That's it, and the characters in it are amazing. They're all real. They feel like real people. They're mm. all believable. They're all clever. Which that's I like. amazing. Yeah, I love it when a film just has characters that act like humans yeah and like I don't I, I don't let's split up <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a murder on the loose split up <laughs> into the dungeons <laughs> like I just I don't now I don't speak the language but just even like from the not like me go on you're not uh, culture I know I'm sorry that's the thing uh, like just by the way their voices rose and fall like they're siblings in it and they talk to each other like siblings would yeah you know like they're jokey and everything like that just a really fucking good movie and right. I was terrified it was just like it definitely it won best international it won yeah best well. foreign features yeah well. and I knew it was going to win that they were always going to give it and I thought they would use that as an excuse to not, to give, not it give it to not give it this one yes but oh man like he won three Oscars yeah and it's amazing he said this is for everyone back home making films back in South Korea we can make it here in Hollywood. I really need to watch this movie. It's, now it's... Do you have to be in the right frame of mind though? I don't know. I was trying to think of this. It's, if you're in the mood to watch a movie, mm. that's all you need to be in. Okay. You know? Good. Go, okay, that's fair enough. And like, I think looking at them all and the way you've even told me, there, there's a lot of strong movies here. Some of them are Joker, but some of them are strong. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And yeah. so to win out on that, I really thought they were not, they were going to check it out. But if it's the best movie, it's the best movie. Yeah. You got to give it to it. Absolutely. And it's so well deserved. Um, okay. And then we move on to best director, which is also won by Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho is the, uh, the director of Parasite. Um, the other nominees were The Irishman, Martin Scorsese, Joker with Todd Phillips, 1917, Sam Mendes, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino. Now, we said Scorsese and Tarantino will always just get nominated if they make if a they movie. If they make a movie, that's... They're just two of the five locked in. Yeah. Um, and to see Bong Joon-ho, who, once again, I thought they would back out and not give it to him. Yeah, I thought that as well. Just, like... Ima- we just have no face. <laughs> <laughs> it... It's 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 mind boggling because he thanked all he thanked Scorsese and he thanked Tarantino when he got the award. Yeah, because he was like, "No, I make films because I watch you guys." <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's the best thing to do. He's like, the most humble dude. Like, he's not just the best director. I think he's the best human. Human. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best of us. He's, we can all aspire to be Bong Joon Ho. Fuck, man. Um, um, and you're saying Todd Phillips isn't the best of us. I think he's the, blur- sh- the blurst of us. <laughs> it was the best of times. It, it was, was the, the blurst, blurst of, of times. <laughs> but um, I like the, the direction in it. Parasite, everything they built all the sets. Like there's no on location stuff. Right. So he had it all built so he could film it the way he wanted. With the camera moving. Yeah. Right. So like the things are, and there's different versions of stuff. Like there's. Di- it's a level of detail we probably don't see exactly and it's the the fact you don't see it is the genius of it and the fact you don't know us like the best thing in the movie is when something's just happening 
and you just like um, how you know a score in a movie is good is if you never is, is if you don't go that's a weird song to pick there yeah and we'll get on to score actually in this yeah. probably but I, I do think that but it, simply because Parasite is the exact film he wanted to make he deserves best director and like I think the other the only other option I would have probably given was 1917 with Sam Mendes yeah I really thought they would look at him just for the just for the one take the thing. technical marvel of yeah. it now obviously there are cuts of it but like the technical marvel of even achieving that or trying to achieve that yeah and making it th- as seamless as possible I think it came down to them too I don't even know I don't know if Tarantino Scorsese or Todd Phil Forever really Scorsese maybe for the anti-aging maybe yeah but I um I think everyone knows he's a good director. Yeah, and also he's Scorsese. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. care. He doesn't give a fuck. Like, who cares? Um, so we're moving on to Best Actor, which uh, the nominees were Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time at Hollywood, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. The winner, of course, was Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. To be honest, it's an amazing performance. Yeah. And... It's a, it's a character that, even if you don't like the movie, I could still come out and go, that was an amazing performance. That movie is, I think we've talked about, is a grand, but he is so good in it that it, it he raises... elevates it, it yeah. yeah. It would be the same thing if, heaven forbid, The Dark Knight. Yeah. Dark Knight is a movie makes very little sense, plot-wise. Yes. <laughs> in terms of how he's planning things and what's going on and... But The Dark Knight, I, I think The Dark Knight is still a very good movie. Mm-hmm. But like The Dark Knight could be average, but Heat Ledger is so amazing in that movie. That's true. It would just raise it another few notches. If you if Jared Leto was the Joker in that movie. Yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah. yeah it's exactly. the same plot, but Jared Leto's Joker it is there. It's the... I don't know. It, it's... And also, Joaquin Phoenix didn't send you his condoms or a dead no, pig to anyone. No, don't be sending you his condoms So how good anybody. an actor can he be? <laughs> Yeah, so like we're always like he's very meta, but he wasn't sending any use condoms. <laughs> yeah. I am I'm like, and everyone in that list certainly deserves to be there. Yeah, like I've not seen the two posts, but I've heard Jonathan Price is fucking amazing. And it, the other ones are Leo, Antonio Banderas, and Adam Driver. Adam yeah. Driver, who we love, yes, and can do no wrong. Big in our fans eyes. of Adam Driver. He got our Man of the Year, Hero yeah. of the Year, Hero of the Year, yeah. <laughs> just because he's class for just raising up uh, the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Very similar. An actor raising a movie. An actor's performance can always make an average movie better. Yeah. And if you have a good movie and you have an amazing performance, that's why it's like, oh, this is the best movie ever. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think Yakin Phoenix was so good in that movie. We could do the exact same thing. Put Jared Leto as Joker in Joker. Yeah. Like It doesn't track. Like No. Even thinking about it doesn't make any sense. So he was amazing in that. <laughs> you just see him tattooing himself. <laughs> There's a whole scene Knocking where his teeth out. He's just walking down the street All happy Sending you his condoms He's after just come back From the post office yeah. So he's delighted himself And then he goes into The tattoo area You just see him walk in And then later He comes out With just damaged Tattooed across his forehead Oh this guy's dangerous This is the one <laughs> It's like a 10 minute conversation He's like No I want damaged on your forehead. Yeah. yeah, no, on my forehead. Just do it. Did I fucking stutter? Put I'm it on my damaged. forehead, John. <laughs> Joker doesn't think he's damaged, though. That's, oh, God. Don't get me started. So dumb. Oh, no. Uh, moving on. Best actress. Um, we have 
Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson marriage story, Saoirse Ronan, or is that Saoirse Ronan? I, I don't know how to pronounce Irish names, Sean. It's Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan, Little Women, Charlie's Tehran in Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. Renee Zellweger won. Yeah. Um, Her speech was baffling. I didn't see it. It was just, it was, it was everything. It was an everything kind of Have speech. you heard her accent? I did not know she talked like that. Yeah, no. Like, I'd, I'd, like fair play, she's a great actress. And I think she was going to win it for Judy because she embodied that character. It's, Judy's a very Oscar movie. It is, but it's also apparently a very good yeah, movie. Yeah, oh no, well. no, I'm yeah. not saying take that away from it. No, yeah. Like Bohemian Rhapsody had the same thing last year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm surprised Rocketman wasn't involved. Oh, don't get me started at Rocketman. <laughs> Rocketman's so good. <laughs> Taron Edgerton, oh. If Taron came a year before, he would have won the fucking Oscar. Absolutely. Rami Malik won the Oscar for um, Bohemian. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. And he wasn't even singing. And Taron Egerton learned how to sing like Elton John. Like, that's insane. Yeah. But uh, I think Renee Zellweger... I've, I've not seen Judy, mm. so I, I, I can't comment on it. But again, she's one of these people in Hollywood that has just proved she's well able to act. Yeah. So, so, so much so that we didn't even know that was her real accent until she started talking. Yeah. That it, is how good she is at things. It's the Hugh Laurie <laughs> effect. Yeah, yeah. What accent does she have? Like, I think I seen her on the red carpet talking. I was like... Why is she talking like that? Why is she putting on a voice? Is she doing like a weird actor? <laughs> and, she's re- and she's really quiet. Have you seen the Actress Roundtable? They no. Do. Um, they do those uh, actors or actresses or director roundtables. Yeah. I don't know who does it. It's not E. Um, there's so- if you just look up on YouTube, they're like 50 minutes long. Oh, and they get like all of the best actors and actresses just around the table. Yeah, and they just chat about their films and just... Um, there's a moderator there but it's like literally just them talking to each other Yeah, and she's like so quiet she, if she talks like yeah no, I, uh, I did the movie and I just thought it was really good and and, and you're just kind of like you have to turn it up yeah. and, just, and anyone else talks you have to turn away yeah. <laughs> but I think she's just like a really nice person who's really good at acting yeah like I think why not give her an award <laughs> yeah I think she um, Saoirse got another nominee but we really thought she was going to take it we thought she'd do it this or, time or that's... Scarlett would do the double yeah I think no, we kind of wanted Scarlett Joe to do the double because I just think that'd be hilarious I just think that'd be amazing if you're so good that you win both of them then then just go home everyone else you, you have a monopoly on acting you know, uh, like Scarlett was very good in uh, Jojo Rabbit yes like no I think her I, see I think her role and her character is very memorable in that movie well she, that's where she got the supporting actress I know but yeah I don't know if she's the best I don't know. I don't know if it's She's an award-winning, per- award-nominee-worthy performance, in, if you get me. In Marriage Story? In Jojo Rabbit. Okay. I think she's really, really good in it. Really? But I don't think it's the meatiest part I've ever seen her in. I would have thought that Jojo Rabbit would have been more likely to get nominated by Marriage Story. I think she's probably better in... Because I think in Marriage Story you're competing with Adam Driver, who I think he's better in that movie than she is. Right. But in Jojo Rabbit, I think she's like the best per- in that movie. Because the rest of them are children. Yes, no, I hate- Actually, Sam Rockwell's the best oh, person sorry, in no, that movie. Absolutely. <laughs> Never go against Rockwell. And Alfie Allen. <laughs> so, uh, the best adapted screenplay, we had The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and The Two Popes, and Jojo Rabbit, Taika Waititi. Love it. What a fucking Oscar. I, w- I would never bring up adapted screenplay, but Taika Waititi won an Oscar, and we got to cover that. That's insane. Like, I, uh, it's a very good movie, Jojo Rabbit. Mm. Uh, it, now I don't think it's best picture 
Because, no. You know, because that's Parasite, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> Your boyfriend. <laughs> but, like, to, uh, first of all, I love fucking Taika Waititi as a yes. person. Cause he, first Who do you prefer, Taika Waititi or Bog Hall? Oh, Jesus. I just want them both <laughs> to come to my dinner party. Right. Imagine the scenes. <laughs> the conversation would be amazing. It would be. Because uh, we all speak Korean. Yes. Um, but as soon as Taiko Tito went up to accept the award, he was just like, oh, this is this this is light. This should be heavier. <laughs> <laughs> and someone asked him afterwards, like, oh, is there anything you would change about, you know, the modern writing process? And he just goes, yeah, I think Apple should fix their keyboards because it hurts my fingers to type on them. <laughs> He was actually at the writer's round table one that they did. Oh. And they were just asking, like, your process. And he was just like, sometimes I start at the end, sometimes I start at the start, sometimes I just kind of pick and choose middle bits, but sometimes I had the end and then I just, like, I'll just pick a random season, I'll just write around them. It'll get done. It'll get done eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like the nonchalance of pretending you're dumb. When in reality, he's not an idiot. He's a genius. Yeah. There's also a video of him on Twitter and he, like, he has the award. And he he just puts it under the chair in front yes, of him, so I've he seen doesn't that. have to hold it. I've seen that. Uh, no, it's a really good uh, Jojo Rabbit. It's best original screenplay, also with the Parasite. Mm-hmm. Even though Knives Out was there, I really hope Knives Out would win. But sure, if Parasite is the best movie and the best director and the best foreign movie, yeah. you kind of have to give it to him. You really do. Yeah. Uh, best supporting actor, you had Tom Hanks, Anthony Ho- Tom Hanks for a beautiful day in the neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins for the two popes, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Brad Pitt won it. Yeah. Really sad. Joe Pesci didn't win it. Well, I was really hoping for Pesci. Now Pesci wasn't there. Was he not? No. Mm. They announced the name. Didn't cut to him. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Al Pacino was there. Right. Abagino should not have been nominated, I don't think, for the Irishman. I've not seen the Irishman, it's too long. You have seen it. Have you, have you not? I don't think you so. You told me you did, I thought. No. <laughs> I genuinely thought you turned around and like, oh, i seen the Irishman the other day. I don't think I did. Oh, maybe you're delirious. I maybe I'm be. delirious. Who, who you're like- I watched it behind the scenes on the Irishman to see how they did it. That counts. It. Yeah, that's, that the, counts. that's the plot, right? Yeah. The um, My dad watched it. Okay. said... Uh, like, you can de-age him, but he's still a 70-year-old man and he moves like a 70-year-old man. Yeah, no, it's the same with um, Samuel Jackson in Captain Marvel. Yeah, but uh, Brad Pitt definitely got it for that one shirtless scene. Look, in Fight Club, yes. Yeah, <laughs> they retroactively, retroactively. They went back and like, he was fucking ripped in Fight Club. No, I haven't seen Once Upon a Time, actually. Have you? Because oh, no. Tarantino, and you told me you weren't interested in it, which is weird. I, yeah, I know, I just, I didn't, I, I didn't have the drive to go watch he's it. He's really good in it. I'm, clearly yeah very good, obviously <laughs> that goes without saying um, but I was still sad Joe Pesci didn't win it I really thought this was going to be his time I really thought so too my cousin Vinny was going to get the award <laughs> um, best supporting actress we had Catty Bates for Richard Jewell Laura Dern for Marriage Story Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit Florence Pugh for Little Women and Margot Robbie for Bombshell Laura Dern won it in the end yep. which I'm delighted for Laura Dern yeah Laura Dern did real well she's one of the nicest people in Hollywood she's Let's, just lovely she's just a lovely person the um <laughs> No, like it's it, anyone on that list would have been a good choice, but Laura Dern like really clinched it. Yeah, and, like I just think, and and well for her, you know, she's had a good couple of years, like in terms of she went, roles and even like she went basically quiet for a decade or more, and then came back with uh, with Star Wars, mm. and did she come back for Jurassic Jurassic World? No, she's in the next one. She's in the next one. She's in the out. next one, and then she just basically. Like, she came back with a bag, and she got, like, four big movies in a row. Yeah. I was just like, okay, she's back. 
cool. Yeah. I, and she's really good. the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, she's really, really good. Yeah, she's great. So fucking, it. who cares? Um, fair play to you. Um, best animated feature, we have How to Train Your Dragon, uh, I Lost My Body, Klaus, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4 won Best Animated Feature. It was gonna, wasn't it? It's Toy Story. Yeah. And it's Pixar. And it's number four. And it's the Oscars. <laughs> and it's the Oscars. Uh, best original score. Winner. The Joker. Uh, was also Little Women. Marriage Story. 1917. Star Wars. The Rise of Skywalker. John Williams. Yeah. Uh, the, to be fair, the lady who did the score for Joker wrote it all in pre-production. Oh, I'm not. I'm going to butcher this name. Hilder Gu- Guinadottir? Pretty close. Something like that. Yeah, I'm not even going to attempt it. But it was all written in pre-production before they even started filming. Interesting. It's not, it's not done in the edit. So, like, the actors, like, Joaquin could dance to that music. Wow. Because they had it. Like, And he know. danced so well. He did. Down those stairs. <laughs> the, she didn't write that song. Oh, I know. <laughs> she was retroactively going back in time. It's like, fuck. Writing <laughs> classics. Wrote in pre-production. Fair play. Um... <laughs> Uh, best international feature film as I said was Parasite mm-hmm. and best cinematography went to 1917 with Roger Deakins Roger Deakins should have won about a dozen times yes. before and finally now he's won one yeah Did, has he won one before no no never he, like, he was, he's been nominated something like 15 times Jesus or something like Christ that. yeah and he's amazing he's amazing he did oh no wait did he I think he might have got it for Blade Runner 2049 or, nor- or the original 249 I thought okay. I thought I don't know he doesn't have as many as he deserves yeah um, and 1917 is shot per- beautifully so. yeah true and even just like the one take thing again the achievement of that to be able to to fool people into thinking that it's one take that's a, a skill like yeah because obviously like if we're watching it Logically, you can film a movie that's two and a half hours long in one take a war movie a war movie like, in one take because I think I even was talking to I don't know who said that um, Taika Waititi was saying about Benedict Cumberbatch just being in the room at the end of the movie for yeah. two and a half hours and they just kept telling him the camera's coming and he was just kind of like oh is it oh, oh wait and they're, they're just like, the camera's right outside the camera's right outside get ready get ready get ready he was Taika Waititi said he was sitting there for 64 days just waiting for the camera to come in to it didn't make any sense that's amazing yeah so sorry um uh, I had a point to make. Uh, yeah, the the other nominations for cinematography, like I, were the Irishman, Joker, the Lighthouse, and What's Upon a Time in Hollywood. The Lighthouse really interests me. I have not seen it yet because I want to see it in a cinema. I have heard people say that's amazing mm-hmm. and it's absolutely shit. See, I'm I'm, I'm think I'm happy either way. <laughs> right. I just think it's a, like it's cool that a black and white four by three film got nominated for best cinematography in 2020. Yeah. I, I think it's actually interesting Joker Lauren Schur uh, was nominated for Best Cinematographer they're, they're on um, Black Adam now go where? yeah they're the Black Adam cinematographer that's interesting so you have an Oscar nominated yeah, <laughs> cinematographer it's gonna look class yeah look what can you do um, it, yeah because just I hope I don't know if, is it good if it looks different than Shazam uh, do you get what I'm asking there yes like do they need to look similar those movies or I think they should be darker, Black Adam. Okay. I mean, he's he's evil. Or is he? Or is he? He's the Rock. Can the he rock. be evil? Can he be full evil? <laughs> I, don't I don't think so. He'll be cool. <laughs> he'll, he'll be quippy. <laughs> so that's the Oscars as a whole, Sean. Yeah or nay? Obviously, we're still against uh, several of movies that should have probably been nominated. Yeah, true. But uh, I, I like... 
of the past few Oscars is this has been a pretty good one. That's good. Yeah. Um, I had I had some IPAs. I had a red ale. <laughs> so you know you're just talking about your a, own experience. A whiskey sour, two whiskey sours, in fact. <laughs> Fuck. I know. That's why you look so rough. There were doubles. <laughs> it was a long night. It was it was a fun night. That's why you were so full of energy when you arrived here. You were still drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got little gift bags. Had a can of monster. Two hundred fifty grand worth <laughs> gift bags. It was lovely. Okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. We've been talking too much Oscars. Too many Oscars. Too many too Oscars. Not enough. Superhero mm. stuff? Yeah. Kind of. Is there superhero news? Uh, Spider-Man villain Craven reportedly playing big role in the MCU. Woo! <laughs> Who do we do for Hero or Zero? Oh, um, Blue Snowman? Jesus Christ. Whoa. No, I did Craven again. Twice. Yeah, if you Double need to know who Craven is, go listen to that. I'm trying to plug an episode, Connor. <laughs> Work with me. It's all word fucking <laughs> forward. Uh, that's cool. There's yes. A, a, like, I'm sure it's early days and there's no real, like, it's rumoured to be playing a part. Is that what so you're saying? So new information about the Craven the Hunter solo film. From Sony? No, as in like, so Craven could have his old film. Oh. Like Venom and Morbius. Of course, sorry. You're just forgetting this is Sony. The Sony-verse. You do all seven bad guys and then do one superhero. Can't, isn't isn't there like some basement where we could just get a bunch of bad guys? Oh, maybe Andrew Garfield came through that basement. Oh, and it's in like Oscorp. That would solve a lot of issues. Central New York. If yeah. it was right in the center and they were all just there, and he just just put them on. And then every every movie that you need a bad guy, he just falls accidentally into that basement. Oh and just, no! Oh no! I've collapsed another piece of glass that has like a hoverboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm I would watch a Craven solo film. Yeah. And so, Craven the Hunter, uh, if anyone doesn't know, he's a dude that likes to hunt. He loves, he just loves killing. He just loves killing, and um, we've covered him twice, so let me try and nail this. Yeah. Um, he gets bored of hunting animals, because yeah. he's the world's greatest hunter, and eventually decides that he's going to start hunting the biggest prey of all, Tom Holland. Yes. Yes. Well, he's not that big. He's, he's, not, a, he's a little boy. He's a trim man. He's a trim man. Svelte, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> so according to an exclusive from the um, from the Variety a casting grid has revealed details about what Sony is picturing for the Craven the Hunter solo film the character is referred to as a ma- maniacal big game hunter seems pretty spot on well done Sony a direct reference to the comic book version Sony have done it again <laughs> he's like a vegan warrior <laughs> activist he's <laughs> like oh we read the wrong one I really don't like hunting <laughs> <laughs> no to gun. Actually, he's not big on guns anyway. But <laughs> um, but more importantly, the information specifically states that he is hunting Spider-Man. Other details revealed are that he are, that we are looking for someone who is a born type in their late thirties or forties to play Craven the Hunter. Why? That's that's Joe Manganiello. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it, how old is Joe Manganiello? He's probably. I think he's fifty. That's late 40s. When Spider-Man 1 came out, he was about 35, and he was like meant to be a high school student. That's true. So he was older than Tobey Maguire, I think. He was, I think he was three years younger than the teacher. I think he might have been older than the teacher. I, there's some weird fact that he was yeah. around the same age as the guy playing the teacher. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so they're now saying that... Uh, Sp- 
though Marvel have Spider-Man for two more movies according to the deal Sony has started mapping out their cinematic universe's future after that because Kevin Sony, Feige helping um, no because they only have him for another two and then they say no more Kevin we can do this without you you said this before we don't need you Kevin we're Sony at least we'll get two definitely good ones mm-hmm. and then we'll see what happens I'd love the Sony ones to be good and so that's why you have the Vulture who's in the Morbius trailer yeah so you got the Vulture you got Morbius you have Venom if you introduce Craven the Hunter there's four yeah it's true you've already nailed get Sandman back Sandman enter night <laughs> take my hand ah yes <laughs> I love my chemical romance <laughs> Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're building all this up, and so now they've said that the Craven the Hunter movie will be directly connected to Spider Man, who is still who's basically at the center of the MCU. So Craven's involvement could actually affect the MCU world, not just the Sony world, because they're going to be bringing him in the next few years before those two movies are out. Okay, I, that would be cool to see him. Like if he just hunts, imagine him hunting. I don't know Hawkeye. Oh, that'd be good. Ronan versus Craven. No, not Ronan. Ronan Hawkeye. versus... Hawkeye. Oh. <laughs> Jeremy Renner with his little tail. Yeah, his little fucking skunk. <laughs> um, I, d- I just read that because I think it was before it was like, oh, we might do Craven. But now they're specifically saying Craven could be our next big thing. That's an interesting one. There, uh, there is a great theory online that uh, Peter Parker has to go into hiding and... Craven has seen the news reports and is like, I want to kill that child. Because so, he would be like that. He wants to kill that child. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And But Spider uh, Peter Parker is using the alias Ben Riley. Oh, Sean, don't do this to me. Because he could be the Scarlet Spider. Sean, no. And, and, oh, and... People listening to this, it's the clone saga. It's the clone saga, but... One of the clones, I forget which one. But the, <laughs> this way, there's loads of clones of Spider-Man. Is it Kane? I don't know. Abel? I think one of them went to San Francisco. Mm, which one of them? But one of them How went, many of the clones were there? Dozens and thousands. Of course. There were, no, like there were clones and then there was multiverse. <laughs> and it had all the spider people. But one of them went to San Francisco. And where's Venom set? Uh, L.A.? I thought it was San Francisco. No, it is San Francisco. Oh, lads. I'm very tired. You got confused. Which, uh, look, I'll figure out in my own time which one of them went which to San Francisco. One, but, so you're saying Craven could systematic... I would watch a movie where Craven goes around shooting all of the clones of Spider-Man one by one. See, I'm not saying clone them. I'm just saying... You no, know, I'm saying clones. Call back to the comics. P- P- Peter Parker is now named Ben Riley, but he's operating in San Francisco for a bit. Right. Encounters Venom. Encounters Venom. And then Craven comes in? And Craven wants to kill Venom or Spider-Man? Craven wants to kill Spider-Man. And then he teams up with Venom. Mm. And that's two out of six. Two out of six. Then they go to New York mm. to get Morbius. Yeah, just get him. Just, they the drive world. up outside his house yeah. and like, get in! We're going shopping! <laughs> Beeping the horn. Would you come on, Jared? <laughs> They call him Jared. <laughs> call him Jared. It has to be night time, of, of course. course. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see Craven in, yeah. in, mo- in film form. Well, that is our news. After we did the last two Heroes Years, I thought you'd be very interested to know that he's coming. He's definitely... <laughs> what, what would you do if I just gave you nothing in that report? Just be like, I'm not that interested. So, so not for me. <laughs> not for me, you know Won't what I mean? Um, so something you could be interested in, though, Sean. Interesting. One Division. 
One Division. One Division. Oh now, One yes. Division, this is one of the trailers that dropped during the Super Bowl, so everyone's already talked about it to date. Yes. We're coming in real late. Woo! As we always do. With that do, Oscars news. Right on the... Ho- yeah, that was actually the most on-topic thing we've ever talked about. I really, it is. We're normally at least two weeks late on everything. <laughs> Really just great at SEO, guys. <laughs> so, One Division. Um, we seen the trailer. It was only like a short little few clips that they played. It was, yeah, it was just like a Marvel Disney Plus promo, yes. essentially. Um, and so, they're still keeping kind of mostly the plot details for One Division under wraps. Mm-hmm. But it's going, it looks like it's now like a TV show kind of set thing. Yeah, what did like, you get from it? I, I got it that like every episode is a different style of TV show. Right. Like, you you got your Full House and you got your That 70s Show and you got your, is it, oh, what's the other one? The one that says Pow Zoom Straight to the Moon, whatever that one is. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, but anyway, it's it's like different eras of TV shows. Of like studio-based family shows. Yeah, and it's I think it's going to be her trying to create or recreate a life with vision. Mm-hmm. Who's we all know got his head crushed in. What? When? In the, in the in Infinity War. Oh right. Yeah. He we he 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 lived. Yeah. Now he got dead. <laughs> That'll get you. <laughs> if you happens to us all. If you're living and then you got dead. <laughs> That'll kill you. <laughs> Do you know every one of my family has died? <laughs> Good God. Is every, it catching? Every one of my relations who from years back. Yeah. Oh no, it's gonna be passed on. I think it's like It's a, a genetic thing. It's yeah. genetics. I think it is. That's genetic. Could we just breed that out of us? <laughs> Um, uh, Marvel students have also they've also confirmed that this is going to connect to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Madness with Scarlet Witch in that movie. Yeah, having maybe doubled her powers or even tripled her powers, having more comic accurate powers. So, is this a case where she has created this whole universe because he is dead? Is he dead? I think. See, that's the thing. Vision is an AI, so he can't technically be dead. He, you could just build another one. Yeah. No. No. It's weird because he's. Made they of, use Loki staff though. They, yeah, they have the Mind Stone yeah. in him. But, and they also use Thor's lightning to charge him up. Yes. He's made of vibranium. It's, there's a lot of things going on. Yeah, and he's also like a hodgepodge of Jarvis and Ultron. Together. Together, yeah. So maybe you can't just recreate him. Mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch could. Yeah, I think. see I think she could be hopping through dimensions looking for a vision that is the same. I think she might not have full control of these new powers and so it takes her a while to realise she's in another dimension, if you get me. You mean you another see her... multiverse of madness? Good God! Hang on! Because you see her for a moment and she like snaps out of it and everything around her is grey. Yeah, and it's just her and, and she's dressed like normal Scarlet Witch. Yeah. So I think that's her breaking out of, I don't know, whatever weird fucking world she's put herself into. Also, she's wearing the comic book Scarlet Witch costume. It's a, that's the Halloween costume. Yeah, yeah, and it's fucking amazing. I think that is that like actually like perfectly accurate as yeah. well. Interesting. Like, people are saying it looks cheap, and yeah, it's a Halloween costume it, in the I, show. I think it's meant to be. Also, in one of them, she looks pregnant. Oh, she does. She has uh, the two kids. Yeah, um, I can't remember the t- two kids' names. Me either. But but. The one thing that stood out to me was that obviously what comes across is that it's something isn't right. Yeah, that is literally, you're only showing like 15 seconds, but immediately you're thinking there's something wrong. Yeah, well, this is weird. Um, it is weird. It is like unsettling, nearly. Yeah, and so the two of them are called Wiccan and Speed. 
Okay. All right, we may have been uh, So that's the most exciting information in the teaser. It's the near confirmed introduction of Wanda and Vision's twin sons, Tommy and Billy. Eagle-eyed fans quickly noticed that in one shot, while wearing the earlier mentioned Brady Bunch outfit, Wanda may be pregnant. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Mm. I like that. I'm like I we're not getting it for a while, but this sells Disney Plus subscriptions surely. I think oh the apparently the sales are through the roof. They're like way higher than they thought they'd be at this time. The projections unreal. Yeah, excellent. Um, it is thundering like fuck outside. Oh yes, yeah, right, so yeah, Storm Kira is hitting us. Don't worry ah, about look, it. Would be grand. Um, but yeah, I think the introduction of those children would be fascinating if she has like the twins. Yeah, and then are you going to be constantly questioning? Are they real? Or are they fake? That, yeah. Because Vision can't matter? have children. No, not at all. No. Well, they do in the comics. Vision has a whole weird family. Yeah, but he's a robot, though. He's, a, he's an android. Yeah, he's an android. <laughs> See, the thing is about Scarlet Witch, though, she is a human mutate. Mm. Like, she, she had her DNA altered by the scepter. But her children would be mutants. Straight up. Straight up mutants. Yeah. They could be the first mutants in the MCU. Fuck. Yeah. But are they real though? Are they, but she can make them real. See, she can alter reality. Yeah. Holy shit. This woman has so much power. Okay, so she creates those children and they're real. And then Doctor Strange is like, you're meddling with universe. Everything. You're meddling with everything and the universe and this isn't right. And then they have a bit of a scrap yeah. in the multiverse of madness. Yeah, because in, in Endgame, or sorry, in Infinity War, um... Tony Stark asked Doctor Strange, well, where, where have you been all these years? Like, why haven't you helped with Battle of New York or anything like mm. that? Um, and Strange is like, I've been protecting your reality. That seems like a big job, in fairness. Yeah, so maybe she's like blending everyone's reality with this new reality or something like that. And you wouldn't be able to stop her. The only person who would be able to stop her is Doctor Strange. Really? Really, yeah. Or, yeah, someone with mind-based powers, psychic. But even then, he wouldn't really be that strong as her. Because she's the ultimate I think we're going to see a moment in Multiverse of Madness where she overpowers Doctor Strange. Yeah. Who is pretty much... He's one of the most powerful characters. Well, he went toe-to-toe with Thanos. And and Thanos had three stones at that stage? How many stones did he have at that stage? Three or four? Because he was getting the time stone. Yeah, I think he had four. Four? Yeah. So he went toe-to-toe with Thanos with four stones. Nearly at full power, like. Yeah. And he, and he had bits in that fight at the end of Endgame when Thanos, like, was just berserking on everyone. Yeah. Like, and then he was a proper match for him. You know, like, if it was just Thanos on his own, I yeah. think Doctor Strange would win. Yeah. Doctor Strange is so powerful now, so you need a villain to the level of Scarlet Witch. But is she even a villain? I think she's just basically lost after the loss of Vision. Yeah, I think she's in in mourning. Like she's, yeah. in, she, it's grief. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that, we do have news on Doctor Strange too, and that is that we covered last week that Scott Derrickson would be missing. He would be not doing Doctor Strange too. But who could ever replace him? Who could ever replace him? Well, the news is that Sam Raimi is in advanced talks to direct Doctor Strange too. Fuck yes! <laughs> Give me this. Give me this, please. It's a multiverse of <laughs> madness. Of madness. Yes. And bring Toby Maguire back for a bit. Why? Because <laughs> it's a multiverse. He could just hop in. But not play Spider-Man. He's Toby. No, he's Seabiscuit. It's Seabiscuit. <laughs> like, he could just visit a different New York for a second. Right. So Sam Raimi 
is in advanced talks. Advanced talks basically means he's agreed to it and they've agreed to it, but they're just working out money or whatever. Like, yeah, I suppose. Normally, advanced talks is we fairly much... It's not just they're asking him. He must have showed an interest. Exactly, yeah. Like, there's there's negotiations happening. And he's replacing Scott Derrickson, or he would be replacing if he signs on. Um, Sam Raimi, very famous for having directed the original Spider-Man trilogy. The Evil Dead. The Evil Dead. He's good at horror. Great which, at horror. Which I think Circus Strange 2 would be seen as a bit of a horror. The problem was, didn't Derrickson want to do lots more horror? And they told him... No, tone it down. Tone it down a little bit. So Sam Raimi might have a level of horror that they were looking for, rather than Derrickson, who probably wanted to go all out. See, Sam Raimi can do camp horror mm. very, very well, and you know, a movie about a magician is like it's right up his alley. Mm. I think I I would just I'd like to see how he deals with it because it's a big universe. You know, like it's there's a lot. That's been built in this universe that you have to abide by. You can't change everything. And it, it, we said this was probably the hardest com- project to come in on. Yeah. Late, because, like, as we said, like, this is Doctor Strange. There are so many different rules that you have to abide by. And to come in, like, if you come in on Black Panther or Iron Man. Yeah. I think it's fairly obvious where the limits are, what the sets are. Doctor Strange gets more power for every single time we see him. Exactly. So anything can happen. He can do pretty much anything. And not only that, but now the villain, if they are Scarlet Witch, she gets more powerful every single time we see her. So anything can happen between anybody and we don't know who's going to win. We don't know the rules of the universe that... This, like what are the stakes here or yeah. what are, what are, what's allowed or what's not that's the thing and one division will set a precedent for a lot of stuff like mm. if, if it's as you say Scarlet Witch getting more powerful he Sam Raimi needs to know that so he can work that in mm. now I don't know if he's writing it um, Just, I, see, I they haven't actually mentioned anything about like I think he's probably using Derrickson's script or he's using about 70% of it yeah. they probably will change things here or there but I think it's a case of like Ant-Man where they have Edgar Wright's script and they come in, they can change this, change that. Yeah. So you still have the basis of what he wanted to do, but you work in a little Marvel what they want in regards to one division and they're kind okay. of more, probably more working together. Yeah, now I know uh, Raimi didn't do a Spider-Man 4 because he wasn't, unha- he wasn't happy with the interference from Sony. For Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3, because they were like, put Venom in. And he's like, I don't want to do Venom. It's like, it's too many. Yeah. And then that movie turned into what it turned into. Because he wanted to do uh, Sandman. Yeah. Sandman and then finish off the, the Os- Harry Osborne story. The Harry Osborne, yeah. Um, and then they were just like, put Venom in. And he was like, I don't have time. Well, just knock Harry Osborne out. Give him amnesia for a while. Yeah. And then you'll have time for Venom. And so he, he just did it as bad as possible. And then he killed Venom at the end. Yeah. You see his skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think Sam Raimi is someone I, I don't think I've heard of too many things of him being involved in. He's been producing a lot in the last few years. Yeah, he produced Ash vs. Evil Dead, didn't he? Uh, yeah, like he's he's been very much... Uh, not really behind the scenes in a director role, but of course he did direct one of the best superhero movies of all time in Spider Man Two. Spider Spider Man Three. To be fair, he needed to pick it up after two. Two That's was true. dog shit. Let the ball drop, Le- Sam. Look, he just it was rolling on the floor. And he went, "I may do three Venom." <laughs> the Venom will save me. Um, and so him coming in, I think it's definitely. It's not a choice you would pick straight off the bat, but sometimes that's the best choice. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And like, weirdly, it's one of those choices that they they give you, 
and you go, oh, I never even thought about that, but th- that could work. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of an example, but uh, like when I heard the news, it was like when I saw J.K. Simmons at the end of Far From Home. Yes. I was just like, oh, of course. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Obviously he's in this movie. Like, it just it makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and that is Indiana Jones 5. Is this news? It is news, Sean, because we have Indiana Jones 5 is officially not going to be a reboot. A it is going to be a direct sequel to the previous movies. Stop trying to kill Harrison Ford. <laughs> See, we thought maybe it'll be a reboot. You have a few shots of Harrison, yeah. and then go back. And maybe bring in, um, who's the guy from... Uh, Shia LaBeouf? No, from Solo. Bring him in as a replacement. <laughs> um, but not only, however, up from Cadillac Kenny confirms that Indiana Jones 5 will, of course, see the light of day. It is happening, Sean. We're all when excited. Though? Why, though? Indiana Jones, Little Weapon 5. We need number fives. Fives when it gets good again. Um, <laughs> actually, that's true. If we go with the Fast and Furious model, bring yeah. The Rock in to play Harrison Ford. Oh, my God. Young Harrison Ford played by The Rock. See, I, there was a time, like, maybe four or five years ago, mm. and... It was the oh Chris Pratt's going to be Indiana Jones at some point. Yes, that was the like that was the going theory Just because he basically it's hard to do that charm. It the the only ones I can think of are like um, Brendan Fraser in the Mummy, yeah, and Chris Pratt in like Guardians, Gar- yeah, or, or Jurassic World, yeah, where it's like aloof, good heart. but is just a bit of a gruff prick. He, he's gruff. He's aloof, but he's likable. Yeah, he, like, and he's not—he's dumb in certain situations, but you believe the fact that he can outsmart people in certain situations. Exactly. Yeah, and there's there's a bit of slapstick to him. Yeah, like, and, and he'll, he'll murder a man. Oh, he'll, oh, he'll murder many of them. He'll push a man into a plane's <laughs> propellers. <laughs> Does he push anyone though? No, he he actively moves to make sure he dies. Indiana Jones is his one mode of fight is get punched until the other man falls down. <laughs> yeah. And occasionally he'll do like the the swing. Yeah, it's the Homer Simpson boxing. Yeah. Uh, um, what's your man's name? Uh, Tatum, Frederick Tatum. Frederick Tatum. But you have to fight back, Homer. <laughs> He's just so good at taking punches. <laughs> That's all Indiana Jones does. So I don't want to see seventy-nine-year-old Harrison Ford being punched no. <laughs> repeatedly. Like he, it's the it's the Irishman thing as well. Like he can't, you know. I don't think he can really do the action mm. that Indiana Jones like requires. Like Brendan Fraser got fucked up bad doing the mummy. Oh, like his body was fucked, it's but it's still, hard it's still fucked. I think. Yeah, like, from he, it. he even said. I think the quote was like he was held together by ice and bandages. Something like by that. Third yeah. one. It's on like you can't have a seventy-nine-year-old man who in most movie he's been on recently. He's broken a bone on. Mm. Just, just on accident. Yeah, like they said that Harrison Ford. This is com- confirmed by Kathleen Kennedy because Lucasfilm and Disney own uh, Indiana Jones. As they do most uh, things. As they do most things because they have a monopoly on the market. But they have said that this Harrison Ford will be involved, and it's not a reboot. It's going to be a continuation. But where do you go from four when aliens came? And it and it turns out that aliens were real. Yeah, he he found out aliens were real. Is it just him in a basement on Google? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Tried to type everybody on Reddit. <laughs> Like the last one was set in the fifties. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Right, so what were the original set? The 
World 40s. War II. Yeah, yeah, 40s. Yeah. And so then Shia came in and he was the new hip guy. That's de- Yeah, that's 50s, I think. Or was it 60s? Because there's a nuclear... The nuclear explosion of him in a fridge. And they're all afraid of communists. They're, yeah, so that would, yeah. that would be the 60s. I believe so. Yeah. So now... 70s, Vietnam? <laughs> 79-year-old Harrison Ford in the Congo, in the Vietnam, just pops up with trees all around. And a knife in his mouth. <laughs> Make up everywhere. <laughs> Make platoon. Like, you, you have to do smaller scale stories, surely. Oh, man. Where do you go? From a smaller scale. You can't go aliens are real know, to small scale. But, the, like, the first Indiana Jones... Was him fighting the Nazis and trying to get some? Trying to get the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah, off them. But I think a lot of the seller that was like, oh look, this is Egypt. Yeah. You know, was it Egypt? Raiders of the- I think it was Egypt. I might be wrong, but I think it was. And he's fighting Nazis about the, and he wins at the end because he's smart. Exactly, yeah. It's, he doesn't punch all the Nazis real good. No. I mean, he does. <laughs> Actually, he does. They punch him. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, it, nothing will be better than the first three. Or first, number four. Four is the best. We all know that. I, uh, well, rank the first three for me. Oh. Uh, yeah, Raiders one, of the Lost Ark. One, two, three? Really? Would you go one, two, three? I think Last Crusade is fantastic. Mm, maybe. I, I think it's my favourite one. Oh, is it? Yeah. Last Crusade, Raiders, and then... So that's three, two, three, one, two. Three, one, two. What's the second one called? Temple uh, of Doom. Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom scared me. <laughs> that's just a scary. That's just you were a little boy and it scared you. That's true. It's the Kali Ma thing. Ah. Kali Ma. <laughs> he pulls a man's heart out, doesn't he? Uh, you see that? Happen. It's heavily implied, anyway. <laughs> right. And there's the monkey brains. Oh, it's the whole thing. I'd rather not go into it. You're honestly. still a bit scared. So it's just you know. Can I have, like, a blanket or something? No, it's, it's actually very cold. It's, there's a big storm hitting outside as we talk. And here we are and, podcasting. And here we are, in in the rain. <laughs> I'm going to put you outside. Oh, minute. no. <laughs> you just shouted your thoughts. <laughs> Kalima! <laughs> I can't hear you over the thunder. <laughs> and lightning. <laughs> so, we're saying Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones 5, best idea ever? Best actor, I think. Best picture. Best Would you be... Ha- would you be happy to accept Indiana Jones 5 mm. if Nicolas Cage replaced Harrison Ford who and played Indiana Jones? Ooh. National Treasure style, but Indiana Jones I form. think I would be okay with that. I think you would be too. I think I'd allow that. <laughs> I, w- I want people to just do weird shit with movies again. <laughs> but not like number five of Indiana Jones. No. We're talking Nicolas Cage and everything. I'm ta- but, or even just someone you wouldn't think. Cast Jonah Hill as oh, Indiana Jones. Jonah Hill? Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Cha- oh, Seth I- Rogen is short round. Shia LaBeouf is Indiana Jones. No, oh, Shia no. LaBeouf, he could be really cool. Actual he's on a cannibal, bike. Shia LaBeouf. He's on a bike and he has like a leather jacket and he's got, he's like. He's r- playing with a knife. Oh, he's always playing with that knife and you're like, oh, he's never going to. I've heard that whole. I went to the cinema to see Indiana Jones 4. Me too. Yeah. I paid money for that. I think I left school early to go see it. No way. Yeah. I think I went on a birthday party. Ooh. Yeah, I think like it was one of those things like there's, oh, yeah, Jones is out. I'm turning feckin' 12. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all go to the movies. And so we all went and I just remember thinking, I don't think I've seen the rest of them. <laughs> I think I've seen four first. Jesus Christ. 
That was your intro. And then I went back. I was like, can't be any worse. Are the word better? Uh, no, the worse. The four is still my favourite, just okay, the yeah, aliens. Yeah. There's aliens at the end. That's true. Have you seen 65-year-old Harrison Ford punch an alien? I have. It's pretty good. <laughs> and there's weird double-crossing going on in that movie. Yeah, it's just a mess. It doesn't make any sense. So, we're finishing off Movie Mondays this week, Sean, with the big trailer from the Super Bowl. Which one is that now? Now, what's a one division? No. And it was a trailer that we watched before we started recording here, and I sat beside ah. you as you watched it. And I... I felt some things. You have not seen the Fast and Furious movies. No. You've seen Tokyo Drift? I've seen Tokyo. I've seen the first half of Tokyo Drift. Wow, that is not very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is Fast and Furious 9. I have seen them all. No, I haven't seen two. No, I have seen... I haven't seen three. Okay. I haven't seen three. The worst. The worst one. <laughs> I skipped that because the rest of them were all gold and what a ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> but Fans of Furious 9, the trailer came out. Sean, where do you want to begin? I'd just like to point out, on my notes here, I've written what the fuck twice. Yeah, no, it's good, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's pretty good. Is this what all of the movies are like? They're getting worse. No, in, in, uh, by, and as in like the stakes. As in the stakes get worse and more ludicrous. So Vin Diesel... Mm. Has a family. Yes. His his fam, La Familia. La Familia. Yeah, La Familia. And family's very important to him. And Corona. Fam- La Familia, Corona. Do you think Corona are going to do a big push because of the whole virus? Do you think thing? his child is going to be called Corona? Jeez, that would be a plot twist. Like- <laughs> I would love that so much. That's just leaning into it. It's <laughs> just called Corona. Corona. The, um, so, is he doing one last job? Did he get out of it at the end of the last one? Okay, is he I'm, still in it? I'm trying to remember. So number seven was the parking lot collapsed on top of him. And he walked it off. And he walked it off. Well, though, he was sore for like five minutes. And he was he like, did oh. the shoulder roll. He did the shoulder roll. He cracked his neck a few times. He went, ah, oh, no, it's just a parking lot. And then he just walked off. Uh, number eight was Charlie's Tehran, them fighting in the city. Um, and all the cars were evil. They were controlled by robots. Ah. Jason Statham was in it. Hobbs? Uh, Hobbs from Hobbs and Shaw fame. Um, is he Hobbs or Shaw? I don't know. <laughs> He's Shaw. Fuck. Hobbs is the rock. Uh, Hobbs is in 8. Um, and is 8 the one where he... Guides a nuclear missile with his hand? Yes! That's it. Okay. I was thinking of 7. 7 ends in the city. 8 ends on the ice. Yeah. It is the one where Vin Diesel survives a nuclear bomb going off about 50 yards away from him and he's protected by cars. <laughs> right. They park in a circle around him no. in three cars and he's protected from the flames. Of course, but the radiation. But you think the cars are made of petrol or they would have petrol in them. Yeah. So that would be flammable. There's glass a lot there as there well. Be, yeah, no, and if they exploded... Beyond yeah. healthy, but he was crouching on the ice and they like parked around him so he was protected. You think the shockwave would damage the ice? You would, but Vin's very strong and he lives his life one quarter mile at a time, so what can we do? He says that in this trailer, say, so that's yeah. his first line. Yeah. I like how like uh this movie lays out the plot very quickly. What's the plot of this movie, Sean? There's a super soldier, good fighty dude, who's also a great driver. Yes. And also I like how they mentioned he's a great he's like yeah. super spy, super assassin, he's super cool. Also a great driver. Also great at cars. <laughs> we're gonna have to have a scene redrives. And also he's he's uh, Don Toretto's brother. Yes. And He's John Cena. He's John Cena. I d- see him. D- you do see him. I want a bad guy in these movies to not have a license and not be able like he just, just stalls. He gets the bus. <laughs> 
Yeah, like they're all like ready to chase him down the car. He gets into his car and he's like tries to put it in first and it just cuts out. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> and he has to like put the handbrake and restart everything again. <laughs> just don't panic, don't panic. There's no one behind just you. You're fucking, grand. It's grand. You're not fucking causing any traffic jams. It's fine. Okay. This movie looks a lot like the Black Widow trailer. Really? They, like, they're, they're evenly matched in fighting. Yes. The camera spins around them while they swap guns. Mm-hmm. That's they're, true. They're long-lost brothers, long-lost siblings. It's also the plot of number five. Now, five is the best one. Is it? Uh, I think it's known as the best one. It's it's like a pure... It's a, I think it's a heist film, really. Okay. Uh, the Rock is the bad guy in that. And there's a scene where Vin Diesel and The Rock have a big fight through it through like houses and they're like punching through through walls and through ceilings and, okay and it's basically the same shot and scene uh, as him and versus is Vin Diesel versus Cena instead of The Rock right okay so what they did was they just replaced one wrestler with another wrestler and just ran the same that, scene this'll work and it worked the last time yeah Let's that's the again. best one now did Rock and Vin Diesel are brothers but no. somehow Cena and The Rock and Cena and Vin Diesel are brothers. They yeah. don't look alike. Not at all, no. <laughs> no. They could have different parents. I suppose. You know? Just two different parents. Either <laughs> side, so not related in any way. But I think, like, Vin Diesel's got his family. But here's his blood. Oh, fuck. You know? La familia? La familia? Or la blood. <laughs> I don't know the Spanish for blood. I don't know. <laughs> uh, like, sang- sanguine? Sanguine? I don't know. I know Rojo is red. Rah, there you Ro- go. Red blood is Rojo. Ooh. <laughs> uh, three, a, 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 okay, a truck with three sections hmm. does a perfect flip. Yes. That's a fake truck. Oh, yeah, that's the, the big truck flip. Yeah. you. That, that was one thing that you see and you went, that's a fake truck. That's a fake truck. Because we know of a real truck flip. There's been one good one in cinema. In The Dark Knight had the real truck flip, and every other movie since then, they think they can CGI it past us. We Not are on to you. All, right? Look, you can, if you're going to flip a truck, flip a fucking truck. That's it. And also, the, the, how you really know it's fake... They do it from multiple angles. You're right. And far away. Yeah. If that was a real truck flip, you're getting... You have one shot at that. Because it looks good only in one shot. Yeah. And we're not doing it again. We just flipped a fucking truck, lads. Also, I don't think that you physically could flip that and no. not kill everyone. No. Um, did you see the bit where uh, Vin Diesel... This trailer doesn't very much. Did you see the bit? Yeah. Did you see the bit where Vin Diesel catches a car? Yeah. A car gets thrown at him and he just kind of... He, like, takes the impact. And just, like, guides it. But he's just a man standing on top of a moving car. Strangely, not the weirdest thing in this trailer. No, that's just accepted. I haven't even got to near the end bits, but yet... He catches a car shot. He does. That's not physically possible. I know loads of really strong boys, right? I know Cena. John Cena, very strong boy. If someone throws a car at him... There's no way he catches that car. I don't think so, there's no. There's no way. If The Rock and Cena can't do it, there's no way Vin Diesel can do it. <laughs> Little old Vin Diesel. <laughs> and Vinny, I think, is probably in good shape. He'd kill the two of us. Absolutely. But if he's standing beside the two of them, and it, let's just say The Rock. The Rock is the biggest man in the world. Yeah. If he's not able to catch a car, can anyone catch a car? I think the three of them together could maybe stop it. You wouldn't even be able to stop it. You'd slow it down. <laughs> You'd still get smashed. They'd, they'd break the impact a little bit. But what about one Vinny? Not, not a whole. No, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, so. <laughs> you want to talk about? He runs out a road at one point. 
<laughs> this is near the end. Goes over a cliff. No, the bad guy goes bad over a cliff. The bad guy goes over a cliff. Cena goes over the cliff. Cena goes over, yeah. And, and Charlie's Theron comes in with the magnetic plane and like picks him up and flies away. Exactly. But so what does Vin do? Now Vin would just, normal people would just stop. Oh, no, he say, would stop. You win this round, I don't have a magnetic plane. Vin has places to be. Yeah. Places to go. <laughs> he grabs what is essentially just a rope. No, he doesn't even grab it, he drives over a piece of wood that has oh, the rope it on it. And then he just goes straight off the cliff. Yeah. And... And then about halfway down, yeah. gravity takes hold. The ro- rope goes taut. And force swings them. Swing. Now, we haven't seen if he lands. We haven't seen where he lands. Would it be funnier if he didn't land? Would it be funnier <laughs> if he went... Uh, like, I'm going to think of an example here. So he's going off the cliff, right? I'm using a pen as a cat. Right, nobody can see this. I know, but he's going on. off the cliff. Okay. Comes out, rope gets taut, swings around. Comes back to the same road. Back to the same road. <laughs> and then just drives home. End of the film. That's how it is. It's like, guess he got away. <laughs> just, That's when I wrote my second what the fuck. It's just, it's just like, he just throws his hands up like, well, we'll go back to another day. Look, back to the drawing board. Sure, look. No, he's in a plane. He's in a magnetic plane, lads. We're never going to get him, but he's in there. If Like, the, the only way you could possibly catch up to him mm. is if you could drift the entire way. Can he Tokyo drift into the air? I think there's only one man... Who can Tokyo Drift? One man. But, Sean, you didn't see the end of Tokyo Drift. And that one man has been dead for the past three movies. That's what they would have you believe. But if you don't watch to the end, he's not dead. (laughs) If you skip that scene, not only in Tokyo Drift, but also in the end of seven? I think it's the end of, no, is it the end of six or seven? I think it's six. So if you skip Tokyo Drift's end and the end of six, yeah. then Han is not technically dead because you've never seen him die. And if you just go, la, 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 close your eyes. What if it's, does Han have a secret twin? Um, Identical twin. Would to, you put it past this movie? I was about to say, I think, is it identical twin? Which is worse? Identical twin or he's just alive? Clone. <laughs> if they introduce cloning to this... Vin Diesel's not he's going to clone himself 55 times and that'll be his new La Familia <laughs> there'll the be so much gruff La Familia the only ones he can trust <laughs> you're the only ones I can trust that's pretty good he's so gruff such a gruff half man. the time you don't know what he's saying he does, He talks by driving <laughs> Like, even at the start he's just like and I'm just like Quarter mile what? <laughs> At a time. That's that's too fast. <laughs> so yeah, Han is back at the end. Are you excited for the return of the dead character who's definitely dead and we see die twice? I think it's time for me to get caught up. I think it's time for you to catch back up with these movies. Because I think you would me and you could have a great forty five minute chat on all these movies. How ridiculous they yeah. are. Yeah. If I do it all in like a week, that's going to be too much for my brain. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think you need to space it out. But I would definitely... I would skip four. You don't need four. Okay. Start with five. Ooh. And just go from there. Because that's when they start being then rock ridiculous. Is, the rock is introduced in five. Okay. So just go five, six, seven, eight. That's only four. That's not yeah. bad. It's not bad. Um, my notes are uh, the stunts look good. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I have the kind of there. Um, Take rock. Uh, I have John Cena, who's his brother... 
Um, and then fight like number five. Um, he catches a car. Two question marks. Yeah. Um, Tyrone is having fun, or Tyrese is having fun. I wrote. <laughs> He's he having is. fun. He is having fun He's with it. He's having fun. You have to really though, don't His you? His arse is in fuego. He says at one point. I forgot about that bit. Yeah, his ass is in fuego. Well, sorry, his ass is in fuego. What does in fuego mean? Uh, on fire. Oh, God. Rojo means red. <laughs> Portuguese. <laughs> um, do you think Tyrese is having fun? I think so. I hope so. What about Ludacris? The two of them are having fun. Do you think they just like hanging out with each other? I think they just, point? they're friends in real life. And yeah. they just, they bring them in every so often, do a few scenes and they go home. Get a paycheck. <laughs> go home. Out and lash. <laughs> um, the truck flip and the rope, question mark. There's lots of question marks I've noticed. I've never even seen this, but I have. He catches a car, question mark, question mark. Truck flip, question mark. Rope, question mark, question mark, question mark. And then Han, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. He did. He very dead. <laughs> he did. But I think... When has being dead ever stopped anyone? No, never. Never. Except for all of your family. Who yeah. <laughs> Genetics. Genetics. God damn, he's the, damn you. These genes of mine. Uh, like, I think this is the first trailer. Yeah. Where do you go from Where do you go from here? How do you t- how do you build hype after that? <laughs> two ropes. Oh, yeah. he yeah, two cars, one rope. I think if he could somehow just dr- talk your drift into flying, there has to be some physics behind drifting so hard you just start you just flying. Take off. You just take off. Hmm. And if, if Vin can do it, I think Vin Vin is the man to go to. What about Vin Petrol? Vin Petrol. His, his weird I got that yeah <laughs> his, you've clearly been up since five <laughs> <laughs> so tired Vin unleaded <laughs> Vin Green Diesel Vin, Vin Green Diesel you don't like him yeah he's a terrible runner it wouldn't run oh, at all cheers um, and the, the new film is out fr- Friday the 22nd of May 2020 we're all very excited. Number 10 is already set for 2021 next year, so... They're presuming it's going to do They're well. going back to back, baby. Just keep filming them. Just keep filming Never stop. So Vinny's doing nothing else. They have the cars. <laughs> if Ludacris is here for a few weeks... Just fucking get just all his scenes done. Him and Tyrese get all their scenes done in one day and then fuck off home. That's all you need. Um, that, is, that is it for this week's Movie Monday, what Sean. What a week. Actual film news and then Fast and Furious Fast news. I just love the Fast and Furious idiocy. It's I think it's one of the worst best things ever created. It, it knows exactly what it is, though, and we appreciate. I that. mean, he a rope, a regular it, rope. It uh, surely that would just pull the car, the front of the car off, and he would just fall to his death. To the what seat. if that's what happens? <laughs> it just goes down. The bumper just flies off, and he just flo- slowly falls down. I think that's the way to go. I think that has to be the way. That's the last scene of the movie. But technically, but then he's not dead because Han came back. Death means nothing. Han yeah. came back twice. Death means nothing. <laughs> we've seen him die twice. It wasn't just that. Oh, we never seen the body. We've seen him die <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we all mourned him. Doesn't mean nothing. No. Faked it. 
<laughs> Do you want to give a shout out to all of our patrons before I we go? Actually, would yes, because we for those that don't know, we do have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. It's in the description, and it's patreoncom podcast. And if you don't know any amount, you get a shout out in the show. Yes, uh, um, and if you did, there's a five dollar a month uh, tier that if you donate to that, you get an extra episode every single month where we do a Lazarus Pit, which is a review of one movie just from the last hundred and fifty years. Yeah. Because kind of like there's a lot of comic book movies out there, and just I think general movies, yeah, that we like. And this month's movie is going to be Batman Begins, the first great Batman, the film. first great Batman film. Um, we will after Batman and Robin. Of that'll course. be coming out in the next uh, probably next week probably at some actually, stage. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably probably maybe at the weekend. Oh, a nice little weekend if we episode. Do, yeah, sure, why not? Um, but. That'll be for all our $5 and above patrons. Yeah, and so you'll get that episode specifically just for you. And enjoy it, lads. And enjoy it. Uh, big thanks to all our patrons, uh, especially Alexander Williams, Kira Lawler, Ed Ball, Heather Lewis, Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Halley, and Ryan Evanson. Thank you so much, guys. Good stuff. You're all heroes. Yes, do you want to take us out, Chad? Yeah, thanks everyone very much for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday. And Friday with a hero or zero. It's Whose week is it this week? Your Mine? Week. Yeah. Mine? Yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> I want my only my underwear! <laughs> I'm going to do it on Han. <laughs> and then he did. And then he alive. And then he did. <laughs> but then he alive. <laughs> the, uh, as I said, we do have a Patreon if you want to support us over there. We're also on all the social medias. And you can email us here'sfriaroutlook.com. Everything's in the description. But most importantly, tell one human being that we exist. Just the one. Just the one. No, it's two. Two until Valentine's two Day. Two until Valentine's tell Day. Tell two people. They Them can listen the together. <laughs> Very and good. Have Very a bit romantic. Of fun. Um, so I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mead. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.